Alrighty, folks, so today we're going to talk about scams, pyramid schemes, and MLMs. Now, I think I'm going to use the MLS in real estate. So I'm not going to advocate for or against initially. I will disclose that I have been part of multiple MLMs as I was younger and older trying to figure out how to make money. And uh, the idea always seemed good. So first off, MLM is multi-level marketing. It's what many people often refer to as a pyramid scheme. What that means is they're saying that uh, you know, the guy at the start, he makes his fortune. Because he's putting people under him, right? My cat's like preach, brother. Yes, I am recording from the house today. Didn't uh, I was jetting home today. Got home super fast, even though traffic's a little slow. Let's meet my boys, which was nice. So, people have heard of Amway. We had an Amway Center here in Orlando. Uh, I can't think of the big one. Herbalife. People were saying there was a you know, pyramid scheme, and people were cheating, and they were under the really federal investigation. A lot of crypto coins are being called pyramid schemes. You know, people are doing what they call a pump and dump. So if you're not familiar with that, these cryptocurrencies are like digital coins that, uh, you know, they people do a, I can't even think today, man. I'm sorry, I'm so slow. It's uh, the cryptocurrency is the big boy thing. It's the blockchain. That actually is what it's all about there. The blockchain technology is going to be big. It's going to be big, I guarantee you. So you want to invest more in uh, blockchain technology. You want to worry about cryptocurrencies, but it's like a proof of, let's say. So, and yes, uh, in all form of transparency, yes, I am invested in cryptocurrencies. I won't say which ones so I can't be accused of trying to pump and dump or get your money in. But yes, I have done a few. I have had profits. I had had losses. I've seen some come out and they're like, hey, we'll give you 300 free coins for the first 10 people to sign up. And I took it because it was free. And if they, you know, the most they got from me was an email that was not using my real name and address. And if that coin blows up, I get a couple bucks. If nothing happens, it just sits there. I don't use it. Well, you got to take a risk sometimes. So, you know, they had, uh, I think, Steven Seagal and a couple of rappers. They accused 50 cent. He he shot out a coin, and then it went to, like, he made, like, 8 million bucks. They were like, nope. Another interesting one, too. He made, I think, a couple million dollars as, I think, one of his albums, about three, four albums back. You were allowed to pay with crypto, and people did. He didn't even know he had it. Supposedly. But, you know, 50 cent is a lot of good marketing, you know. So that's another story for another podcast. But So a pump and dump could be also done in a stock market, which could be similar to a pyramid scheme where they dump the shares... In Boiler Room, they were pumping uh, this company. It's called Wabistics. No, Wabistics was Tony Soprano on the Soprano show. But a uh, pump and dump can basically be, you know, it's, hey, everybody buy this now. This is the hot thing. You're buying a new house tomorrow with the money you make today. So you've probably seen stock movies, you know, like Boiler Room, Sopranos. It's, there's a couple other ones. Uh, Margin Call is not exactly a pump and dump, but I want you to watch that too. Stanley Tucci and a bunch of other people are in that one. Great movie, honestly. I've seen it like three, four times. I actually saw that in the movies when I used to have date night with the wife. We would see about 50 movies a year because we had a free pass to our cable and internet provider. And it would just cost us our dinner. So we'd have dinner and a movie every Tuesday for about a decade. Side note, spend time with your wife. One of the best investments or your spouse or your partner, whatever, that you're going to have in your life. So the pump and dump is basically what people are also uh, similar to a pyramid scheme. So the pyramid scheme, I sell you Bob's Nectar. I guarantee it's going to grow your hair, increase your sex drive, and make your wife love you. My, you know, I say, hey, hey, John, this Bob Nectar, man, if you sell two bottles, you get $50 off every bottle. That costs 75 each. 
So you're keeping 100 out of the 150 and you just pay 30 bucks a month. So no matter what, if you sell two bottles a month, you're still up 20 bucks. That's free money. Plus you get tax order off some of the prior tax code. Not now, folks. Do your own research, but I'm giving you a scenario. So I sign up uh, my three recruits. Right? I get John, Ricky, and Stevie. And they each get three recruits. And they each get three recruits. And so I get paid on a certain level and then I can't and I have to advance or pay more or do something. So some companies have, yes, done this. And then what happens is they're like, oh, you got to leave the money and don't cash the check. If you cash the check, you don't make money. You can't cash out until you get 100 grand. And by the time you get about 70 grand, you're like, holy smokes, I'm 70 grand of points for sending 70 grand. I'm going to be there. I'm, this is bubbling. I'm good to go. Holy smokes. And they swoop in and raid the offices, seize the files, and arrest the CEO, CEO, and CFO, COO, whatever it is. And you find out you spent money for nothing. And some of these didn't even cost money. There was one I had a, I did an MLM with a guy, and he put me onto another one that's actually free initially. You have to help build up their advertising by you know, putting some ads out, I believe. I think I did something. I figured it was real simple. At one point, I had about 100 bucks, and then they got shut down. And that wasn't nothing for me. I wasn't. I didn't put a lot of effort in. I had recruited like one person, and it was free, so it wasn't costing anyone else anything. And I think I had accrued about 100 bucks I could never take out. It's pointless. So that was a pyramid scheme. The people at the top were getting the people under them to do all the work and cashing in. They were literally just taking money. Off my free labor, building advertising, and probably selling advertising, stuff like that. So that was what they were doing. As I was saying, a pyramid scheme is basically where the guy at the top is almost always intentionally screwing the people at the bottom to win. Uh, when the market collapsed, Bernie Madoff went down, uh, can I say magnanimously? Can I use that word right? Can I use that rude? Was that right? You tell me. But your boy Bernie Madoff, man, he had Seinfeld, he had John Malkovich, he had basketball players and rappers and billionaires. And see what this guy was doing was <laughs> this guy was great. So what he was doing is you know Jerry Seinfeld goes to uh, Bobby Brown or uh, Stanley Tucci says, "Yo, this guy, I'm." Uh, I'm making a you know forty percent return. He's killing the market. I don't know how he's doing it. I gave him two million up to eighty. Three years. He got me Lakers tickets last week too. It's just a thank you for you know letting people know that, you know, he has a great history. And I was like, this is awesome. I'm gonna say that's a Spike Lee when they played the Knicks. This was phenomenal. Me and Spike Lee are gonna do a movie together. Everyone's excited, right? So Bernie was doing was promising you a twenty thousand dollar return on your million dollars to say in four days. And he's going to make that same offer to five more people each in the next two days. Close to, say, three or four of those people. Pay you back your money with their money. So I get guy A's money. Then I get guy B's money. I use guy B's money to pay guy A money. Then he believes he gives me more money, so I pay guy B. Then I take the money I got from guy A and guy B, and I get guy C, who now is going to DEF. So I'm paying Peter with Paul's money. As my mom used to say, robbing Peter to pay Paul. Which probably still says it, but uh, I don't live with her anymore. She's still in New York, and I'm out here in sunny Florida, trying to get her out to retirement land. It's beautiful out here. And on a side note, we have locked down less in uh, the last uh, 18 months, whatever it was. So uh, I'm pretty cool with that. Sorry if it's offensive to you, but I like that. I thought that was really cool. That's uh, We'll leave that off for now, though, but just throwing that out there. Because like I said, I'm be a little more incendiary this month. As I try to get my, uh, my mojo back, man. Austin Powers flow. So Bernie Madoff had all this money, power, prestige, fancy client roster. 
And so Seinfeld got paid with Stanley Tucci's money. Who got paid with Abe Froman's money, the Sausage King. Who then got paid with Matthew Broderick's money. Who then got paid with Susan Sarandon's money. Who then got paid with Clint Eastwood's money. Now, these aren't our real clients. I'm not trying to line anyone's name. Please don't have your lawyers call me. I'm just a lowly podcaster. I'm trying to get that Joe Rogan money. I'm not going to lie, though. I like doing this. And when the market collapsed and he had to make do, there was no money. <laughs> and uh, I believe one of his sons committed suicide. Bernie's still in jail. I think the other son went to jail, too. I don't remember at this point. It, just, it, was, it didn't affect me. It affected me because it affected the market, right? Of course, it's people have money retirements. Our 414K I had, I think that's not a 401K. Uh, very interesting. That's when I, I invested in silver at that point. Small time. I was like, man, this is cool. I want to start buying silver coins. And of course, I was buying at the top of the market like an idiot. Didn't buy as much as the low market. But it, it's, I started trying to hedge my bets financially, which is something we should all do. So, Bernie went to jail. They sold his assets. He's probably going to die in jail at this point unless some pardons him or something. He gets some, uh, someone just feels bad and gives him some clemency because he's just an old man. But he, that's what they call a confidence man. He made you believe. There were people who used to try to sell the Brooklyn Bridge. That's why I said, I've got a bridge to sell you. There was one cowman, he was he uh, he repeatedly sold the Eiffel Tower. You say, how could he have done that? Now, what he was doing at that time was he was saying, uh, the politicians have said, man, this thing's an eyesore. It's not what we expected. We want to sell the rights to it. He's like, look, this is a lot of money. But imagine the amount you make a scrap at the price of some scrap metal today. So think about it. You knock it down quick. The government gives you guaranteed permits. So you don't have to worry about craziness because they want to offload it. You, I, you know, you sell it to them for, let's say, the equivalent of five hundred thousand dollars now. You make three million in scrap now. Two point five, five hundred percent return on your investment. I just want you to let me wet my beak. You know, you're giving them five. Give me like you know ten percent. Give me fifty. You're still at five fifty, and you're gonna make three mils. You know, it's guaranteed money. Oh, that's too much. But well, here, look, here's a letter from the governor. Here's a letter from the mayor. Here's a letter from the sanitation department with your permits. All stamped to prove beautiful. This guy sold it repeatedly. Repeatedly. It was amazing. Of course, he got caught, but he made people believe. If you are confident in what you do, you can sell ice water to an Eskimo. We're going to stop there and come back with what a multi-level marketing business is and why you may or may not want one. So we're back with Pyramid Scheme. So first I outlined to you what a confidence game is, who Bernie Madoff was in the Great Recession of 2008, how he tricked people into giving him money, scammed them, committed financial fraud, how people have uh, done you know, um, cryptocurrency pump and dumps, stock pump and dumps, how we discussed how Herbalife was investigated for being a pyramid scheme where they were taking the money and selling dreams that weren't real, products were fake, etc., So, an MLM, according to Robert Kiyosaki, is one of the fastest ways you can make money. One of the best ways to have an income stream. I've personally met people who make millions doing this. 1.5 million a year, 1.2, 400,000, 500. It's doable without cheating people. It's doable following a legit business model. It's doable when you're actually trying to help people. There are a couple of them out there. I won't name any. I want you to do your own research. But if Bob approaches you about this thing from his cousin who's starting his basement and it might be real... They have no numbers, no, uh, probably an FAA or FDC or something filing. I forgot what it is, but like I said, I'm going to challenge you to do your own research. I'm only trying to plant seeds. You do your own work. 
Challenge me, call me an idiot. Let me know if your dad did Herbalife. You know, it's, I've seen people make money in Amway. Because an Amway center. So I don't know if Amway's a pyramid scheme to you. I'd say it's not. So what is a multi-level marketing plan? Simply put, in most of them, the average person has to be recruited. Then either buys the product to sell or to use or both. And, or refer it. And then gets two to three recruits or fellows of vendors underneath them. So let's say the, the old-time model is a three-by-three three matrix. Research I've seen shows the average person recruits 1.2 people. So some of the newer companies or some other companies, older ones, have switched to a two-person two recruit. So you would say you need two legs. I need to quote Bob and Kevin. And then I need Bob and Kevin to recruit two each. And my team starts growing. I start to make good money. There's a guy named Ray Higdon. He probably did 100 of these. No, probably like 12 or 15. He did a couple. Then he did one called Numus Network. Instead of uh, gels and products, what they had was numismatic graded coins. So you get a silver coin every month in the mail. You had your own business center for, I believe, it was $25 a month. And I believe the coins were, I think they were 50 initially, they went to 75. You know, given what the market plus the cost plus as the company grew. I think, either that, I think you got in for 50 with your first coin. Your binder and hit the ground moving toolkit, and your full back end office on the internet and marketing, you know, quotes you could use and stuff that was approved. So they did all that mess, right? He became the number one seller. What did that mean for him? It meant the coins were coming. It wasn't cost him nothing every month. He was making money hand over fist. He taught his wife the business. He went out of bankruptcy. His wife was actually paying, I believe, his water bill at the time. And what he did is, I'm just going to commit. I'm just going to do this one. And in his early videos, he's like, I love this. You could have a garage full of silver. It's an actual asset. There's one where he's got like a, I think it's a two kilo coin. So it looks like this huge dish, like something to wrap it around the neck. But it's a silver dollar. I think it's a Mexican Libertad or something, but it's huge. He just had a kitchen table with his son at that time. Well, his young son, I should say, at that time. His son's probably 25 now. Who knows? And then one of the perks, too, is he got a silver. You had to get silver BMW 7 Series. Four-door, two-door. He got so good at what he did, he became the company ambassador. That company was sold out to World Ventures, which is a travel company. So that became the new product. And people were in, we were able to jump over. I believe he came in, was still doing the product, because for him, it, was, it wasn't about the product. It was about the offer. It doesn't matter what you're paying for every month. It matters what you're putting out. And he was putting out living the dream. And he was showing how to live the dream. I actually bought one or two of his courses. I've talked to him on the phone before. And, you know, I, I think I, I donated to one of his charities he was doing. And I got you like a you know, one-time phone call. Guy made sense. I learned a lot. And yes, I was trying to do a multi-level. I, did, uh, I didn't come under him in Numis, but I had done Numis at that point. I never made any money, full disclosure. Did get some coins. Did think they were cool. I just, I'm not that, I wasn't that good at recruiting. Not that I'm not. I'd say I am. I'm, I can be very persuasive at times, but uh, it just wasn't working for me at that point. Then I also realized I could get these same coins for like 40 bucks and get two every month for the same price. But you didn't get tax write-offs. I did like having the tax write-offs. So at that point in time, having a home-based business that you were legitimately trying to run and that you were going to meetings for and making investments in and recruiting, actively recruiting people and calling and driving to meetings and hosting people, there were tax write-offs. So where I didn't make money, I was making money because I had tax write-offs. So I increased my return at the end of the year. So that was a way that most of the marketing made sense for me for a couple of years. 
I tried a few. A couple I like the product. A couple I like the business model. Uh, one of them did lead to me getting licensed in a lucrative field. They did uh, reimburse for the license. That was a bonus if you do it in their first 30 days, which I did. Made some money in that one. Every time, actually, every time I've actively pursued that one, I made money. Never lost money on it, I would say. Plus the tax base, of course. That was always a plus. So from my experience, I can say there are scams, as I've personally learned. Lucky for me, the one that was a scam, I didn't put any money up front. <laughs> I was leery. So I learned good. Uh, another one, I got really good products, and I got them a discount. But a friend brought me into that one after we tried uh, another one together. Neither one of us really were just into it at that point. Just kind of like, eh. Products are great, plus getting them cheaper. Didn't work out. Plus, I was actually doing numerous at that time. I was like, let me see which one of these pans out. That was just a stupid idea. You can't do two things at the same time. You have to have focus, folks. Whether it's multi-level uh, marketing or a pyramid scheme. No, I'm joking. Don't do a pyramid scheme. Don't scam people. So, made some money, made some product, made some tax breaks. It all worked out, right? What would I say you need to do? I would say do your own homework. No, I'm kidding. So, there's the thing, folks. You need to do... We're actually going to do this quietly right now. We're going to stop and pause for five seconds. Was that five or ten? Just trying to be a jerk today. Hope you like it. No, I'm kidding. I just, literally, this is what I want you to do is pause and think. Every time I have to make a big decision, work or money-wise, I wait 24 hours. On my podcast that I just recorded for this one, that'll come out a few days before this one, probably tomorrow morning. And then I'll put the other one out on Thursday or Friday, because like I said, we're trying to do two weeks from now on. I had been offered a sales supervisor position, but I thought I was going to be supervising escalations. And I was going to have a different schedule than I thought I'd have. And you know, I'd asked for the job. I applied for it. I told them what hours I'd want, all that good stuff. And when I got my feedback, when we offered the position, I said, can I have 24 hours? I do want to go home and speak to my wife. I'll let you know tomorrow as soon as I come in. My shift starts tomorrow at like 1 p.m., I think. Because every other Thursday, I would work 1 to 9. I had to close. All good, right? So at first, I think they looked at me kind of like, wait, but you you asked for this. I'm like, yeah, I just, you know, this is different. I thought I was going to stay where I was at and I'll go to a different department. I was pretty sure I wanted, wanted to speak to the wife one more time. Took it. It actually helped me indescribably grow in my company. And in my own personal development, being a leader, a manager, and a businessman as well, I would say. So, you have to make moves, folks. And I think I went on a tangent there, but I'm going to refocus myself now for you. Sorry, folks. It's been a long day. So, like I said, we took the pause. So that's what I want you to do. You're going to pause. Don't join. They'll tell you, you got to join now. If you are going to recruit them, you need to get them going. The slower your recruit hits the ground, if it takes them three months to do what you can do in three days, they're going to lose momentum, you're going to lose momentum, they're going to lose money, you're going to lose money, they're going to lose hope, you're going to lose hope, you're both going to quit. And you're going to spend money on you know, Bob's tree nuts that come with amazing Afro-DJ properties that they sprinkle in from a different seed that no one's heard of in the Maldives. But Bob's uncle gets them secretly across the Suez Canal to the Panama Canal to your kitchen table for $59.99 a month plus membership fees. Dun, dun, dun. So you need to make a choice. Are multi-level marketing companies legit? Many can be. You need to do your research first. Go to an op night meeting. A lot of people are doing them on Zoom now. Things have changed. You know, see if it's something you want to do. Are you willing to recruit recruit people? Can you recruit people? Do you like recruiting people? Are you going to recruit people? Are you a people person? 
Are you willing to conquer your fear? Are you willing to get all the no's say yes? You're probably going to get 20 to 40 no's before your first yes. And you might get your two yeses. If you have a 30 starting to pay, you might get another 50 no's. It depends on how much no you're willing to take. Depends on how many we are willing to ask. And here's a tip too. If you've already done a multiple marketing or a payment scam and now you're back, hey everyone, I know last time I told you I was the man and this is going to help you. This time, this one will too. Careful burning through your warm market. So, here's another thing. I uh, had a, a job worked for a uh, life insurance company fresh moved to Florida. One of the first jobs I had out here. I tried, quit in about a month. It was all commission, but I thought there was a lot of money. I know life insurance. I'm previously licensed from New York. Because I had my license so long ago, I was with a grandfather. I didn't just pay like a state fee. Not have to get relicensed. It was freaking fantastic. Love that. So, problem with this one was they wanted you to have a warm market. I knew no one out here. I couldn't cross-sell in their states at first, I was told. So I had no leads. My mentors, they made a sale. They could put one under me and then both of us get paid in theory, but that didn't happen either. So eventually, I just, I walked away. Was it a pyramid scheme? No, they were making legit money. They were legit business. But this is akin to a multi-level marketing. Because I had to have people to market the product to. Then when I go to your house, I got to get leads from you. So it's not multi-level marketing, but it's a very similar business model. So you need to understand what you're doing. That's why I say you want to wait the 24 hours. Most lucrative opportunities are false or hidden behind hard work they don't want to admit that you're going to have to do. We're going to come back and close out with uh, another definition of pyramid scheme. I think it will help you make your definition in life when it comes to MLM, pyramid schemes, and work environments. All right, folks, we covered what a pyramid scheme is, right? It's when the guy at the top makes money scamming the people at the bottom, right? They offer to sell you a bridge they never had the rights to. They offer to sell you the Eiffel Tower. They say this product cures cancer, but they can't say that on paper. But yeah, my mom had a cancer the size of a golf ball, bro. She drank these uh, this thing with these Orex in it and this mangosteen mango berry juice. Bro, she's walking again. When was she not walking? Don't worry about that. I'll tell you later. Just sign the form. What's your credit card number, bro? Don't worry. We're going to make money, bro. My cousin, before he went to jail on some tax evasion, he was making money doing this. Wait, what? No, don't worry about it, bro. I got you. Put your credit card number down. I don't need coverage. I don't see it. Just, just do it. I'll take a picture of my camera. What? Run from those. If someone of respect in your community that you actually listen to gives you a proper, good proposal, there's two ways, to, there's three ways to answer that. So no, that's firm. It's an I need 24 hours or you seize with urgency and you handle it. Now, I've seen people who seize with urgency become six-figure earners in like a year or less. But you got to go all in. You got to have your blanks to the wall, and that rhymes with wall. Sorry if that offends you all. So a multi-level marketing business can make you money. There are companies that after you hit $300,000 in income will give you your business in perpetuity, which means that you own it. So if you die, let's say, and your spouse is licensed or your brother's licensed, let's say my brother's licensed, all right, in the same business, and I pass, he can manage the business. My wife can give him 25%, and all he's doing is some paperwork for the same business he's already doing. He might have an office manager do both offices. Or maybe he pays someone 10% and keeps 15, and his office manager does both offices, and my wife gets to 75%, and it's totally legit. If you see something like that, and you're willing to change your life, and you want to go all in, I would say do it.
there's an aspect to all this we haven't discussed yet. And this is why you need your own stream of income, your own multiple streams of income, your own multi-level marketing, your own real estate office, your own contracting business, your own publishing firm, your own podcast, your own cleaning company, your own translation crew, your own uh, weapons training facility, your own strip malls. So if you work for a company, right, let's say you work for uh, Publix, right? Now you're a customer assistance technician. What does that mean? You're wiping down the carts right now because of the pandemic. You're getting the carts in the parking lot, rain, sleet, or snow. And you're carrying groceries to the cart. And you're bagging groceries. That's they want paper or plastic, right? Maybe you're cleaning the toilets, too. I don't know if Publix outsources. I'm not trying to denigrate. I'm just picking a public company that a lot of people have a high opinion of. So you're handling all of that, right? Wow, good. So what do you do again? Uh, I'm a produce boy. What does that mean? I rearrange the lettuce. Really? Yeah, but I got decent benefits. Okay, that's cool. What do you work? Oh, 40 hours a week. I'm an essential worker. I got $500 bonus this year. Well, at least you got something. I got fired. Okay, let's put that aside, right? So you're the supervisor where they get the smokes and the uh, the lottery tickets and the returns, right? You handle everything except the big boy stuff. When I want to speak to Billy because I've been buying this coffee for 10 years and now you're telling me you think I'm making MDMA or some other drug with it. I don't want to hear that. All right, give me Billy the manager. Please, Billy, come to counter one. Billy to counter one. So Billy comes. Billy handles it. Does what he's got to do. Cops arrest the guy. Billy didn't know him. Guy's been lying. You're new at this location. He's got transferred in position. You're trying to climb the corporate ladder. So, Billy lets the store manager know, hey, we just took care of a crime. Found this guy's been stealing from us. Maybe you get a pat on the back. Billy gets a letter from corporate. Billy goes up the ladder a step. You don't become manager for seven years. So finally, you're a regional manager at 60 years old. Now at 70, you're the CEO of the company. You're the big boss. They don't just bring you their coffee. They ask whether you want soy latte or vanilla. You are the man. You climb the ladder. Have you ever used a ladder? 99% of the time, you're going to put it at an angle with the stabilizer legs. So that you're good, right? That's going to look like the side of a pyramid. You ever look at the pyramids in Egypt? They're triangles. You know what they are? They're wide at the bottom. They're narrow at the top. What the hell are you saying, Tony? Every business is a pyramid. Every job is a pyramid. No, Tony, my boss, we all have an equal say and an equal share. Okay, is he 51, 49? Yes, but we're equals. No, you're not. Well, Tony, I run my marriage at 51, 49. I take more decisions. And therefore, I make more decisions, but I take all the risks so my spouse won't feel unsafe and they'll be happy. And if something goes bad, I, I make the decision to hurt our family. That's still, you're still in charge. It's not the same. Okay, I'll give you that one. Does your boss have a boss as a boss as a boss? That's a pyramid. Is there one person at the top? There is. Even with the board of directors as a chairman. So Bezos stepped down as CEO for Amazon. He'll be the head chairman or something like that now, right? He's still the boss. Mark Zuckerberg. 
start with a few people. He's still the boss. Dilutes his shares, he still has basically control. Bill Gates, we won't even get into that, but before you start seeing every multi-level marketing business as a pyramid scheme, before you join a pyramid scheme or multi-level marketing, before you get into that homework, I want you to ask yourself if you're already in a pyramid scheme. I want you to ask yourself, are you the brick at the bottom that stretched super wide to hold the one brick at the top? My parents' real Christmas tree used to have this big metal base that held water and had these wide legs. And my father had to adjust it with these screws to make sure it was level and sat right so it wouldn't fall. Then he put in a ton of water, and at the top was this one shining star. I missed all the ornaments, almost seven feet in the air. Was this majestic gold and tinsel angel? A big star? Or I think my mother had something else, but it was just always something majestic at the top that we put the work in to make stand high. And right now I'm actually pointing to the ceiling as I do this. I remember that big tree, especially when I was like four feet tall or less. When you watch the movies, have you ever seen the big tree at Rockefeller Center in New York? I don't know what they did now. We've been in this pandemic one, but I've been there once or twice when I was younger. Been on a date once too in my early teens, or my late teens actually. Monstrous tree. At the top, bright gold star. At the bottom of the base, and the people who held it together. The people who had to water it, maintain it, turn on the power, make sure it didn't catch fire, make sure no one abused it, make sure it was protected like security. You ever seen a beehive? You got a queen and a bunch of worker drones. Do you make minimum wage and your boss makes six figures? The harder you work, does your boss make more money and you make less? Because, right, you, you work 60 hours, he's still going to work the same 40, he's salary. He might be working 30. You produce more, his bonus is bigger. But here's the thing. Let's say you do 60 hours a week, right? You're at 120. You might hit a 39% tax bracket. When I was supervising sales, there was one guy. He'd only work X amount of hours. He's like, once I start commissioning past this point, he's like, they tax me too high. So he's like, if I make $4,000, he's like, I bring home 18. He's like, but if I make 2,000, I still bring home 18. If I do it this way, he's like, and I work less hours. So his quality of life balance made more sense. So he made too much money. He jumped the tax bracket. And that was going to help him. He did the math. Some of the sales agents where I work, they'll work less hours than I work make, and take home more money. It's about the commission structure. So you have to see, is your job already a pyramid scheme? Oh, I'm a regional manager. That's great. Do you still have a boss? Does that boss have a boss? Does that boss have a boss? Does the CEO report to the CFO, vice versa, to the chairman? Also, oh, wait, the stockholders are everyone's boss in theory, right? If you can't steer that ship, they can take everyone change. You can have woke culture change your business by the people who buy the shares. We've seen what all the Reddit people have been doing with these stocks and cryptocurrencies, right? The GameStop and then what Robinhood other companies by poising stops. All kind of stuff can change. So what I want you to do is stop telling me you don't believe in multi-level marketing. What I want you to do is not tell me they're all pyramid schemes. What I want you to do is take 24 hours and not tell me why this podcast is BS. I want you to take 24 hours before you make any decisions or thoughts. And let me know, do you work in a pyramid scheme right now? Is your labor at the bottom holding up the person at the top? And the pyramid structure is not wrong, I think. You know what? In in some cases. Some companies are just taking advantage, man. It's... You heard my podcast about uh, burning bridges. I talked about 
I was doing all sorts of my boss helping grow the company. We were going to start running two teams and maybe give me a raise. And he just took advantage of any money he had that was, I'd already earned in his pocket. But he was buying his wife stuff that she didn't need for labor I'd already earned. As our agreement was X amount of dollars per day. That was a horrible pyramid. And I was only one layer from the top. And if there was about to have people under me regularly, one or two crews, English and Spanish speaking, possibly two at a time. So I went second from the top, right? And I still was losing. So if you like your pyramid, you're comfortable, that's fine. If it's paying your bills and you're good, that's fine. But if you're not happy at your job, then you need to create your own pyramid. I can't do that. Yes, you can. And I've talked about it for another podcast. And this is how you do it. You create multiple streams of income and you're at the top of each one. Then you have other people do labor for you. Pay someone on Fiverr to translate your stuff. I don't know. Do something. But if you have three streams of income and you're the creator for all of them, yes, you're doing all the creation work. But if you follow uh, Craig Ballantyne, he has a success success day formula book and a couple others. I've, I've ranted about him before. So you have to listen to my podcast. I'm going to give you more. He's at real Craig Ballantyne on Instagram. Do your own work. But if you create content two, three different ways, like you have a podcast, a book, a blog, yeah, you got to create the content first. Eventually, you probably start paying some people once you get some money coming in. But you're at the top of that pyramid. And now there's people under you putting in work for you. If you own the car dealership, so you own a used car dealership, right? You got four guys who sell, two security guards, two janitors. They all work under you. Well, some people are saying, well, you wouldn't exist without them. If they don't work, you don't work. I opened the call center. I took the risk. That's my pyramid. That's not a pyramid scam. That's a pyramid where you provide jobs. A good pyramid should not be a scheme. The guy at the top shall the guy at the bottom eat. And so the guy at the bottom replace him. I asked my boss, uh, shoot, I think about six months ago. So let me ask you a question. I said, as a good manager, I should always have a new team, shouldn't I? And, he was like, and I, don't, I don't think he directly asked what I meant, but I was like, I think he said yes. And I was like, so I should always be training people to either replace me or move next to me, move up or move laterally, right? And he was like, yep. So in a good pyramid, your boss helps you become a boss. In a good pyramid, you have two, three pyramids standing next to each other. If your boss makes bosses, you all make more money. If your boss keeps you at the bottom, keeps telling you everything you do wrong, never makes you feel good and you leave, someone else can give you your boss's position in their company. And then that comes about your company. You're going to fire your boss. Not necessarily, but you see there's options out there, folks. What I want you to think about is, is your job a pyramid scheme? Simplify it. Is your job a pyramid? Are you happy being a cog in the wheel? I'll give you one last question. Do you want to climb the ladder? Hold the ladder at the bottom? Or would you rather own the ladder? So I hope this shorter podcast on pyramid schemes is helpful. Most level marketings. As I said, I don't stand for or against anymore. I've done them. I think they're a good business model. Robert Kiyosaki's endorsement as well. Many people I've seen have made money. I've made six-figure and seven-figure earners. It is doable. Avoid pyramid schemes. Do your research. Don't be snagged up with a dream. Luck comes through disguise as work. When you do the work, you become more lucky. Just remember, answer the last question. Are you going to be climbing the ladder? At the base supporting the ladder? Or do you want to own the ladder? Tony at changeinadvance.com. Changeinadvance.com is my blog. Like I said, it's old content, but it's still valuable.
a lot of written articles there and some links to videos and whatnot I've posted, podcasts I've done, other shows, links to articles I've written, other magazines. I believe I still have some sales opportunities up on there. I'm going to have to retool that. So when you call me out and just say, hey, Blow, Blow Joe, Flow Joe, Hobo, Tony, whatever, did you update it? Instagram, Pedagogy of the Fresh, Pedagogy, P-E-D-A-G-O-G-Y of the Fresh. The subnet will be changed in advance. My link is on there. You can buy my book here, either one of my two kinds of podcasts. This one is economics and entrepreneurship. The other one is faith-based. Give a listen. Let me know what you think. Critique me, harass me, criticize me. Either way, I'm going to grow, and hopefully you grow with me along this ride. Have a good night.